Salute to everybody, goddamn. I so appreciate y'all um, supporting the movement, man. Salute to the billionaire mindset, my billionaire mindsetters. Everybody has support, man. And um, today was a beautiful day. Today I'm blessed because let's just say God works in amazing ways. I almost took this day a little too far. I let my emotions get the best of me, and then I remember me saying, you know what? I'm going to be looking at this in the past and saying, whoa. You understand? So some things you want to laugh about the past, and but there's the worst thing you could ever have about the past is regrets, and I didn't want to regret. And I asked God, just give me a sign that everything's going to be all right. And you know what he did? I'll keep it there. The New York State of Mind is amazing. A lot of people don't understand what the motive of New York state of mind, the hustle, the bustle, fast pace. You know, you want to be ahead of the New Yorkers, you got to be low-key. Don't do a lot of talking. Because if you if you the hustle and bustle, you're going to talk fast. But if you, you know how to listen, you'll be ahead of the game. It's like listening to a person that speaks patois. Or they got an accent. You you listen, and so you, you, they speed him, but you like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. And you got to say it just like that. When they talk loud, you talk low. When they talk fast, you talk slow. When they run in their mouth, you listen. That's the New York state of mind. You know, because we if you ever been here, you would know that one thing about New York City is just one big melting pot. That just basically means everybody from every part of the world is living here. Everyone. You don't even have to visit their country to learn about it. They'll tell you every fucking thing. As when I grew up, I grew up around everybody. Goddamn, some of my friends' fathers was wearing skirts. At least that's what we thought it was. They were Indian. We didn't know, but they taught us. One of my friends' mother was a damn working girl, a.k.a. a prostitute. She only worked at night and she smoked cigarettes. She was a prostitute. It was amazing the things that I learned. Chinese James, that was his mother. His mother, I remember his mother, Wild Lily. There's so many different things. Then we had the grandmothers that outlived everybody. And there was Debbie Tien's grandmother. You know what I'm saying? So there's so much a different culture. And I'm so grateful because the one thing about New York City, it's like that everywhere. Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island. But the thing is with all these different boroughs, there's always like one main thing that, takes over. I don't want to get too deep into that because that's going to be a long conversation, but every borough has their thing. If you know that there's like a big community of Guyanese people, most especially Indian Guyanese people, you know it's going to be in Queens, right? You know if there's going to be a big mode of Haitians in there, you know it's going to be in Brooklyn and Flatbush. You know if there's going to be a, a big, you know, Dominican community, you know it's going to be in the Bronx or Washington Heights and Manhattan, right? So, to live here, you have to know these things. The crazy thing is nobody understands that outside of New York because they just look at New York as New York. They don't know where to start it because it's just, in other words, if we if a nigga's in L.A. and you come from New York, they ain't going to be like, are you from Brooklyn over the Bronx? They don't give a fuck. They here in New York City, and that's not a good thing on the West Coast, so I wouldn't even advise that. And, I, and I, I'm not going to say I had the pleasure experience in that, but I had the experience, and I seen that shit for the hard way. They don't like us. They don't. A lot of states and cities don't like us because they feel that they think that, they think that we think that we're all that. And in cases we do, within the five boroughs, yes, we do. We don't think that outside of New York City. Within the five boroughs, New Yorkers think like that to each other. Yes, we do. The Bronx is the Bronx is always going to be burnt out and smoked out on crack and dirty and crazy to a New Yorker. Brooklyn's always going to be the land of the fucking crooks, the thieves, the robberies, the stick-ups and all. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like the that's the that's the that's the main fucking like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the shit. Everybody's known for some negative wild shit. Then you got Harlem where it's known for pushing drugs and driving foreign cars and chicks using niggas with doobie haircuts and getting their hair done and 
You know, it's based on this 80s, 70s, 80s, 80s, 90s shit. You know what I'm saying? Plus, not to mention that Harlem played a big part in hip-hop because when hip-hop, when everybody's wearing costumes, when, you know, the you know Big Fat Hank and Cool Herc and all these niggas was starting hip-hop, they wasn't dressed in the B-Boy era. So the B-Boy era came in right in the 80s, right in the middle of the crack epidemic, and Harlem had a huge impact on that. Huge. So... And the thing is with Harlem, it's not Manhattan. It's just a section. It's just a section in Manhattan. It's no different than the Low East Side. It's no different than motherfucking Hell's Kitchen. It's no different than motherfucking um, Midtown, um, the West Side, uh, Chelsea. Every area is known. There's a lot of culture in Manhattan more than any borough that has the most culture. And I know some people would battle with me because they think it's Brooklyn. No, Manhattan got the most culture. So when we say culture in hip-hop, now we have to break it down. So Bronx comes in number one, then Harlem. Kind of joined together, but even though being, being that hip-hop was discovered in the Bronx in 1973, and then the fact that it was discovered, then the B-Boy era was introduced in Harlem. So, you know, Harlem was always pimped out in the game in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, but it had a lot to do because, you know, the Bronx is only across the bridge. It's like only like literally a damn 10-minute walk away from there. So then that, that spread out. So basically in a hip-hop nation, Manhattan slash Harlem, the Bronx, and Queens had a very, very, very heavy impact on hip-hop first then it migrated into brooklyn staten island and as you would think it's it's a new york city thing but in the five boroughs we don't like each other like queens got their issues with with brooklyn and brooklyn got their issues with queens and bronx got their issues with brooklyn brooklyn got their issues with the bronx and Everybody going to look at Staten Island as the soft borough because ain't enough killing. It ain't a lot of blacks out here, so niggas ain't killing each other enough. So Brooklyn just ran with that shit. You know, Biggie and all these niggas cleaned Brooklyn up in the 90s, and next thing you know, niggas is trying to get in their Harlem shit, <laughs> getting, you know, the haircuts and, you know, getting on some pretty boy shit. And now you got niggas that look like you're not sure if they from Harlem or, or Brooklyn now because Brooklyn now cleaned up. And it's the truth, because there was a time you could tell the Brooklyn niggas, because when we was up in Harlem and niggas was pretty, them Brooklyn niggas would come through and fucking shoot up the goddamn party. And you know they was from Brooklyn because they was always coming in dusty. Respectfully, I'm, I was born in Brooklyn. I, ain't, I'm, I born in Brooklyn, raised in Staten Island. Like, I, I, I can't hold none of this. I'm not going to sit here and lie about it, but that's what it was. Brooklyn niggas was dirty looking, respectfully, you know what I'm saying, compared to Harlem niggas, right? Um, so moving along, we had this this beef throughout the five boroughs. And even within the five borough boroughs, they were beef. So within Brooklyn, East New York didn't probably get along with, you know, Brownsville or Brownsville ain't fuck with the style or Red Hook. You know what I mean? It it becomes all that bullshit. And people from the Bronx don't know the difference. They don't know the difference with a nigga having a problem with a nigga from motherfucking Moria Santa to you know the South Bronx and niggas is battling and you know um you know a high bridge against they, like they don't we don't we didn't know none of that because we're not you don't live in the bronx so you don't know that you have to live in a borough even in staten island like you know stapleton against the harbor or you know new Brighton. don't quote me on this but i'm just saying like five there's only five hoods in the staten island there's only five five fucking hoods in staten island and I'm gonna break them down. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you them all from the ferry, from the it's not from the ferry, from the bridge of the Verrazano Bridge, all the way to the Gothel's Bridge. Okay, so there's three bridges that connect to Staten Island. Three of them go to Jersey, one goes to Brooklyn. These are the four. These four bridges that connect to this borough. So, which people don't understand, there's four bridges and and at least. Two of them shits connect to our interstate, which is I-95. So people use that now and a lot to cut through whatever when they got to cut through to go in New Jersey, blah, 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 truckers, anybody going out south to visit family. So it, 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 it's a small borough, but there's still a lot going on because you got four bridges. You got three 
bridges from the one bridge from the MTA, right? And then you got three Port Authority bridges. Port Authority is, you know, the same bridges that that's the same people that that own the fucking World Trade Center. The same people that own the Gothel Bridge and own the you know the Lincoln Tunnel and the Holland Tunnel and the George Washington Bridge. Like, you know what I mean? So structurally, Staten Island is kind of like at the bottom going towards south, right? So if you come from the Bronx down to Brooklyn and down, you know, Staten Island is the last borough technically if you're going south to go out of New York City, right? Okay, so Staten Island is the forgotten borough. Why? Because it's forgotten because it doesn't have a lot of culture. You know, the bridge has only been connected to Staten Island since the 1960s. That's fairly a new bridge. And that bridge, excuse me, which is the the Ferris Island. I'm just going off the top of my head with this, just trying to give you guys uh, the best that I can do without a live audience. So if you look historically and you want to look at Brooklyn, I mean, New York culture in New York City, New York City, not Long Island, not Westchester, New York City, which consists of the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Staten Island. Did I leave anything out? The Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, Staten Island. It's five boroughs. Now, anybody that doesn't live in New York City may just realize what's the difference. They probably heard of Brooklyn. Well, Brooklyn is the most popular borough in the five boroughs. Harlem is the most popular section of any five boroughs because the Harlem is just a section of Manhattan. Isn't that crazy? So Harlem, USA, which is global, right? Or Brooklyn, but Brooklyn is a borough. So you have a, you have a section versus a, a city practically, right? Which is pretty big. So if you're from these two different areas, whether you're from Harlem or which is the section in Manhattan or you're living, you're from Brooklyn. There's a lot of culture and a lot of celebrities, a lot of people that invented shit, a lot of singers, dancers, all are from these boroughs. There's a lot of history there generally outside of entertainment. It's just a lot of culture that happens to do a lot with these boroughs and these sections in the boroughs. So it, it's called popular. So once it gets popular, if you're born there, you're going to run with that. Hey, I'm from Harlem. Oh, shit. Okay. You could go to, to Egypt. You could go to Paris, wherever. People are going to know where Harlem, USA is. It's New York City. You say Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn, New York. Especially Brooklyn. Brooklyn's popular. You may even say the Bronx. You may, you can't say Manhattan, but we Manhattan, the real name is New York, New York. You know, so it's really New York, New York, which is New York City slash New York's the state, right? So they call New York the city and the state because it's the New York is the city and New York is the state. Or Staten Island, New York, which New York is the city slash borough. New York is the borough, then New York is the state. Staten Island is the borough, then New York is the state. Brooklyn is the borough, then New York is the state. The Bronx is the borough, then New York is the state. You get it? Okay, you get it, okay. The only people that you will ever hear dragging Staten Island negatively is a person from the five boroughs of New York City. In most cases, it's going to be Brooklyn number one. They hate us, okay? Because we don't we, we don't do as much killing out there. We don't kill each other as much as Brooklyn does. If there's 500 homicides in Brooklyn, there's with niggas. We, we ain't talking about the Italians killing niggas because them niggas is dangerous. We ain't talking about the Hispanics because them Hispanics is dangerous. But if there's five ghetto killings in the in the, in all those neighborhoods because Bedford-Stuyvesant is bigger than fucking all five of the damn neighborhoods in Staten Island, ghetto neighborhoods, black neighborhoods, right? If there is one thing that people have to understand, crime-wise, Brooklyn is known for their killings because of robberies and stick-ups. Like, that's their that shit. That's that's what niggas from Brooklyn do. You know what I mean? You, you can't go to motherfucking Brooklyn at 3 o'clock in the morning in Brownsville, Brooklyn, to go see some bitch not expecting to get fucking robbed versus you going to 
call them at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's less likely. I'm not saying you're going to get robbed in Harlem either, but it's more likely you're going to get stuck up in that section of Brooklyn. No doubt about it. Right? Because that's just how they get down. It's been that way for 50, 40, 50, 60 years. Brooklyn niggas are crazy. Bronx people are crazier. You don't want to fuck with a Bronx nigga because that's the borough of cop killer. You know, they, they the reason why they are because they they're the only borough connected to I-95. Ain't that some shit? There's two boroughs that's connected to I-95, and Brooklyn is not, okay? Queens is not, okay? Manhattan is not. Well, upper Manhattan, you still could jump on the GW Bridge, so I could kind of get that to the degree, yeah, so. But Staten Island and upper Manhattan is connected to an interstate, which is called 95. You could catch the interstate from Staten Island into the Godwin Bridge directly, boom right to the Jersey Jersey Turnpike and go all the way to Florida and don't even make a left or right turn. Boom. Okay. Bronx Pete, Bronx niggas will kill you, will kill a cop and jump right across the motherfucking bridge into Lodi or, you know, um, all those different sections. I can't get into that now, but they're connected to the GW Bridge, which is a big interstate and it is what it is. That is the cop killer borough. Brooklyn is the fucking robbery borough. That's they're known to rob, you know what I'm saying, and kill, you know what I'm saying. So that's what that is. Outside of this, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're just gonna see this as well. New York is dangerous, right? That that's what the the, the shit was put out for many many years. The only people that drag Staten Island negatively are usually everybody else but Staten Island. So I'm gonna put it in order. It's gonna be the fucking Brooklyn. It's gonna be the Bronx. It's going to be Queens, and it's probably going to be sections of Harlem, such as, I mean, Manhattan, such as Harlem on the Lower East Side. They're going to have their words because there's no culture. And when you say the word culture in hip-hop, you think of the Bronx, you think of Cedric Avenue, 1520 Cedric Avenue, I believe the address of Cool Earth that was, hip-hop was created in 73. You're going to think of Fat Joe. You're going to think of the drug game. You're going to think of the crack culture. All that shit is... You know what I mean? You're going to think of Cardi B. You're going to think of motherfucking A Boogie. Like, it goes on and on and on and on. Kid Capri, you know, some of the most amazing DJs. There's a lot of culture. Fashion, all the above, the car culture, the, the whole culture, chicks, big butts. All of that shit derives from the Bronx. And not to mention, the Bronx got a lot of fucking projects as dangerous as a motherfucker. So, that already is one thing. So, Bronx already got their zone of culture. Staten Island's culture is limited because a lot of the culture doesn't go through with hip-hop, whether it's Christopher Columbus, whether it's the Staten Island mob. You know, you want to see some culture in, in, in the black culture, I promise you. I could I could only go back as far as the four MDs, right? which is, you know, a group that came out of Staten Island in the 80s, right? But if you really want to know Staten Island, there's only one way to do it, and it's called Wu-Tang Clan, okay? Which was founded in 1992-93. Okay, Wu-Tang Clan, you know, minus the member Jizza and Old Dirty Bastard, or Staten Islanders, okay? Hard Staten Islanders from Park Hill and Stapleton, right? So you got Park Hill, Stapleton. These are the sections in Staten Island. Park Hill, Stapleton, New Brighton, West Brighton, Mariners Harbor, right? Then you have like a little off-skirts of like light projects, which people probably visited and was a walk in the park, which is in South Beach or Duncan Hills. These projects are very, very, very nice. So just to stick with the five hoods. So out of the five hoods, Wu-Tang Clan is basically Park Hill and Stapleton, which is no fucking joke. And in the 90s and 80s, it was a dangerous fucking area. Now, when my moms and them moved us out here, my mother and father moved me out here as a baby, we started off in Park Hill. Park Hill was nice. All right? 80s and 90s, Park Hill was dangerous. A lot of Africans live out there, but not as much as they do there now, like, 
the niggas that dominated that shit in the drug culture, that was a dangerous fucking neighborhood. And it wasn't even public housing. It was housing, but it wasn't public housing. It wasn't owned by NYCHA, which NYCHA means New York City Housing Authority, right? Um, That's the real project. So anyway, moving along, Wu-Tang Clan starts their shit, takes the world by storm, because they didn't even know niggas in Staten Island even existed. So they see these hard niggas, it was fearless, ready to fuck anybody up. Even had Brooklyn up tight because during that time, only thing that Brooklyn had was really Biggie and I don't think, you know, maybe maybe MOP. There was a few groups out there, but not like these niggas. These niggas was like 100 deep and these niggas was sterile street niggas fresh off the block. Facts. So you got Ghostface that was nothing to be fucked with. He's from Stapleton. Crazy ass Stapleton, which is still crazy. He's still shooting everybody in the fucking head out there. You go out there, that bitch right now. I wouldn't suggest to go see no bitch out there at 3, 4 in the morning. You either gonna get robbed or you gonna get shot. Right? Okay. Stapleton. Ghostface. Now, mind you, there's, there's other people that, that, that was out before Wu, but I can't get into that. Shout out to Prop to Brian Hornet. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of niggas that was out there, but let's just go with the names you know globally. So Ghostface is Stapleton, Method Man, Park Hill, even though he was he, he grew up in Long Island, he still was representing Park Hill, Raekwon Park Hill, Ugard Park Hill, um, Rizza Park Hill, his brother Divine Park Hill. These niggas was Park Hillians during the craziest era, the crack era. There's a lot of street legends that they came up with. So these niggas came up in the crime. Um, you know what I'm saying? I forgot the other dude's name that was behind the group. I can't even forget him, but you know, he's, he looked like Raekwon. You know, we'll, we'll get to that name in a minute. But anyway, Wu-Tang Clan was born, and it was it. Now niggas is like, oh, shit, these Staten Island niggas get down. Like, Nobody was pressing these niggas with none of that Staten Island pussy shit. Nobody was approaching the woo. Even West Coast niggas wasn't trying to bring it to these niggas because these niggas was New York. To the West Coast niggas, niggas was like, these niggas is repping. They ain't say, yo, Staten Island. Niggas didn't know the fucking difference. It's like L.A., we say Los Angeles, but there's a whole bunch of different fucking neighborhoods in Los Angeles, right? But we just go, we don't realize that you got you know, the Watts, you got motherfucking uh, Englewood. Like, we don't know the difference. We just know the difference because we heard it in records, but we L.A. is L.A., and we just realize L.A. is dangerous. It's the same thing with them. So when they went global, niggas was like, yo, there's this group from New York, and these niggas ain't no joke. Old Dirty Bastard was from Brooklyn. So it was love. So we 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 knew that at that time it was about conjoining and coming together. Why not bring two thoroughbreds together especially from niggas from these hard-ass neighborhoods and let these niggas do what they do. Spec the deck, all these niggas. So, boom, Wu-Ting blew up, um, and the rest was history. So, so, fast forward. Prior to this, there was this song, and it was this song called, um, it was from a Brooklynite, obviously, because listen to the lyrics. You already? Okay. Manhattan taken Brooklyn Manhattan making so it was money making Manhattan I'm just gonna say the song then I'll break it down to you Manhattan making Brooklyn taking Queens is the whack Staten Island soft and smiling and the Bronx bugging out on crack we are cooking we from Brooklyn okay so let's put the brakes there the reason why this song came from a typical fucking Brooklyn night cause we wasn't doing all the robberies and killing everybody like these niggas was. These niggas was killing niggas for socks. Like, you know, Brooklyn was trenchy. It was the trenches. It's, it's like going to Newark, nigga. Like, you know what you were You were in a bad fucking, there was a lot of fucked up neighborhoods. It was underdeveloped and Brooklyn was a big shithole. Even though with the culture, there was a lot of shithole areas and it got their fame from the robberies. When Wu came out, there was no group coming from Brooklyn that was fucking with them niggas. Because you had Brooklynites in Wu Tang Clan, so they they covered all angles. They actually just rep New York. Nobody even want. See, the thing is with Brooklyn, if they can't be outshadowed, like if they they gonna be outshadowed, they just ain't they ain't gonna fuck with you. 
Cause then you know what I mean. It's like anything else. Like if they just gonna be, they just gonna do their Brooklyn shit, but they ain't gonna come to Staten Island and take it over type shit. Cause they put Wu Tang and expose them. Like it wasn't the internet era back then, but nobody was trying to shake these niggas down. Cause these niggas was no joking. At the end of the day, they couldn't tell the difference. Cause they were like, "Is these niggas from Brooklyn?" Cause some of these niggas look like they from Brooklyn too. Even the ones that was from Staten Island from that era, there was a lot of dangerous niggas out there that represented the image. Even niggas that was rolling with them. Shout out to my nigga Street Life. Shout out to motherfucking Lounger Low. They had a lot of official niggas within the group with the lingo and all that. Like, the one nigga that created a lot of Wu-Tang lingo is still out there in Park Hill. So, there's a lot of legacy to the group because of the respect that they got. Nobody ever pressed no Wu member on no pussy ass Staten Island shit Ever. As a matter of fact, people don't even disrespect Wu. They just disrespect the borough, but they're not going to disrespect Wu. Even though the Wu was founded out here and they're from out here, and a lot of the members still live out here today. Method Man never left. But this is what they do. So now you got social media now. They got these new videos up. I see Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Rebel from that fucking bum that came back home with a. Uh, What's his name? Bobby Schmurder, and they did their little crime and fucked his whole career up. You know, Haitian niggas, whatever. These niggas was dope when they had a dope movement. They did that six, eight years in jail, and they came out, and they all fucking was washed up now. Anyway, somebody asked him a question. Where, where Burrow got the, the best drip? He said Brooklyn. He couldn't even say that shit with conviction because, number one, that's not true. Brooklyn does not have the best drip. Brooklyn just has... Brooklyn is just global. That's it. Like, Brooklyn is everything else but the best fucking drip, okay? Because whatever drip comes from that's in Brooklyn, it started in Harlem. So the answer is supposed to be the best drip in the five boroughs is in Manhattan. Whether it's, whether it's Harlem, whether it's Manhattan's a Mecca, the best drip is in Manhattan. Be fucking it. Just and that's global. Just call it New York, call it Manhattan, call it Harlem, call it Low East Side, Midtown, Hell's Kitchen. It's there. The Fashion Institute, everything is in Manhattan. So the best drip by far is in Manhattan. So if somebody says, "Well, nigga, outside of the the borough, outside of Manhattan, which would it be?" I said, "It can't be outside of the borough. Then would have to be in Harlem." You can't take away what drip stands for when it was created out there. Like before Harlem got on the game with they drip, niggas in hip hop was wearing costumes on stage. Literally. Sparkling costumes. They was looking at Puffy and them with the locks like, oh, they wearing shiny suits. Duh, that's what they were doing. All those nineteen seventies and eighties groups, they were wearing all that shit because the R and B artists was wearing them. You understand? So moving along. Wu-Tang Clan is respected, but people don't understand when you dissing Staten Island, all you're doing is just dissing the fact that we have not evolved since Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang has paved the way, and outside of the main members, I will admit, a lot of niggas, they drip is horrible. I admit it. I admit it. I admit that most of the people that's not on the major forefront a Wu-Tang Clan, and I ain't saying every member gets busy with his dressing either. The reason is because Staten Island's culture out of the five boroughs is the most minimal. We have not. Yes, we had a few rappers, the CJs, and, you know, uh, the other actor dude used to be in, uh, forgot the dude, The Wire. You know, there's a few rappers that popped out of there, but not like Wu-Tang Clan. Did you know that Method Man has been a consistent image of that group from day one, even well into his 50s? You know what I mean? Like, ain't even a lot of niggas in their 50s is rapping like Method. So nobody's going to, they're not going to diss Wu. They're going to always respect him. Even Dave Chappelle said he hates everything about Staten Island but Wu-Tang. So you have to understand as a Staten Islander, as a man that was born in Brooklyn, partially raised there, but mainly raised out here in Staten Island, we, I don't think people should take that personal because there's some more of truth to it. 
because I feel as if y'all just let Drake fly over your head literally into a plane and actually coming to the United States and going to New Orleans or Miami and making records with Wayne because he found them off of a TV show called Degrassi High and he explodes. I feel that it ain't where you're from anymore. It's where you at. And Drake has proven that. The problem with New York, with Staten Island is that nobody is going to relate no hip-hop. If you ask anybody who is from Staten Island when it comes to hip-hop, on that culture question, it's going to be Woo. It's going to be Raekwon. It's going to be Raider Chef. It's going to be Ghostface. Like, these niggas is all monumental classic niggas. But who do we have since? It's almost like we doing what Brooklyn's doing. Brooklyn jacks every fucking thing. Okay? They do. Even when Biggie was out, niggas was jacking samples. That's just Brooklyn. That's their thing. Brooklyn, they said it back then. Brooklyn taking Manhattan making. So let me break it down. Brooklyn, Manhattan making, money making Manhattan. That's what it was called. Money making Manhattan is what Manhattan is still called. Manhattan making, Brooklyn taking. Brooklyn taking. That means they take it. Queens is the whack. Queens is whack because niggas think shit is sweet out there because they projects is not as dirty looking back then or as cruddy as Brooklyn is. Plus, it's the name Queens. They didn't they didn't say South Jamaica was whack. They didn't say motherfucking Queens Bridge was whack. So this song is very very old. It's from the '80s, way before the bridge came out with Karis One. So what happened was Karis One from the Bronx. When he was going through the battle with MC Shan, he did the same shit. You know, Roxanne and Chate, y'all really bluffing. MC, you know, Matt, what do you say? Um, South Bronx. Many people tell me this life is different. It is kind of different. It's specific. KRS One, there's a lot in the music. You got. So you think that shit, okay, let's go. So you think that that hip-hop shit started out in Queensbridge? If you pop that junk up in the Bronx, you may not live. That still applies. Because even though we had Run DMC and LL Cool J and, and the, 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 the drug culture was just as big in Queens as it was in Harlem, it still was the Bronx first. The Bronx was the most gruddy fucking city and still is right a matter of fact the bronx got brooklyn beat on this one level because see the thing is with brooklyn the niggas out there is crazy but see in fucking the bronx the hispanic niggas is just as it's crazier than the niggas these niggas out there fucking the bronx is dangerous you know you could see a dominican in brooklyn but ain't nothing like a dominican in a motherfucking a dominican in the bronx them niggas is different out there so moving along Wu-Tang Clan paved the way, and a lot of Staten Islanders just did not take advantage of that. And I admit that. Now, one of the biggest downfalls, I'm going to tell you, let me put you on something real quick, because this is a deep story, but I'm going to share it real quick as quick. Let's just say the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a producer out here, um, and he was part of the Trackmasters. I'm going to give you the short story because actually one of my mans was involved in one of these. A nigga I know, let's just say. What happened was Tone from Trackmasters lived on Staten Island. He lived on, I can say the block now, Howard Avenue, this little upscale neighborhood, at least where he lived. When I tell you Tone and Polk from Trackmasters was about to put Staten Island on the map. See, Staten Island wasn't quite on the map other than Wu, and historically through, you know, uh, the 4SMDs when they were singing on the ferries and they had a couple of hits in the movie Crush Groove. Like, they're still legendary, but it was like an R&B type of hip-hop type of group. They were like New Edition and shit like that, like Jackson 5. So, mind you, that's 84, 85, and then fast forward to that, you know, 1993, Wu-Tang, right? So, even though I'm missing a lot of artists, I'm going to say that this whole situation with Wu-Tang Clan, um, it had a lot to do with with the history of the culture, what was going on in the drug game. Um, there's so many different ways I'm touching, so I may be forgetting things here, but I'll say this. 
What happened with Wu-Tang Clan, Wu-Tang Clan had a great opportunity. The fact that New Yorkers did not take advantage of them open doors, um, at least, excuse me, Staten Islanders, we were in trouble. Because now it was, was is that now that Wu-Tang is global and they're global for life and now these niggas is older, you know what I mean? There's there's no culture after them. So we're not respected by the four boroughs. Unless it's Wu-Tang Clan. That's just a fact. So they're going to make all their jokes. Now granted, you come out here and they're going to do, you know, one thing about Staten Islanders, they love an out-of-towner because they're going to kill you. You could never come out here talking that Brooklyn shit, Bronx shit. They're going to do it just because because they know you think we're pussies, so they're going to fucking put you, they're going to make sure you go back home in a body bag. In most cases, you may even have the fucking, you may even have the funeral out here because you ain't going to even find your body. These niggas love cutting niggas up and throwing them in a fucking river. And Gardner, you know we got sharks now, so you'll never find them now. So these are the things that you don't want to necessarily push. That's not where we're trying to push it to, but when you have situations where you got Roddy Rebel and these niggas is these niggas inject they whole style from fucking, you know, Chicago and took all that drill rap shit. Drill Chicago took it from England, the UK, so it's all fucked up. But there's there's social media people hopping on it now. And they're making jokes. And Stan Allen has now gotta look at this and say, you know, we need to create something new. I ain't saying to go make another Wu-Tang record. It don't got to be nothing like that because, I mean, that's 33 years ago. But I think y'all need to take heed that if they did it in the middle of gangster rap. I mean, these niggas came out in the middle of fucking NWA. And these niggas on the West Coast was like, these niggas is no joke. Like, Ice-T talks about this story when niggas knew who Wu-Tang Clan was. And it wasn't about Staten Island. It was about... New York City to them. We called it Shaolin. Like, fuck it, nigga. Like, y'all, y'all making a name sound. We saying Staten Island Shaolin. We repped it. And nobody challenged these niggas. And to this day, nobody ever challenged them. Even the wildest borough of the five boroughs, nobody came in, especially fucking Brooklyn. They didn't. Why would they do that when two or three of the members was from over there? So it, it, it was respect, and now there's no respect now. The respect now is an internet. Uh, they're making internet fun because they know it is the garbage dump because they used to take, there was a big garbage dump out here that got closed during 9-11 after the, the building went down. They, they buried all the damn, you know, remnants from the 9-11. And now, you know, now, now it's closed, but it was a dump for years and they put the dump on us. So that was the forgotten part about people outside of hip-hop that didn't like it. But there is culture out here. There's just not a lot of culture as compared to the other boroughs. But if you look at us all together as a city, which the way you would see it if you don't live in New York, then there's tons of culture, whether it's Wu-Tang Clan, whether it's Run DMC, whether it's LL Cool J, whether it's Jay-Z, whether it's, everything is under this, the five boroughs of New York, mainly. You know what I mean? So our culture is usually connected to hip hop, quote-unquote culture, music culture, entertainment culture. It's just limited out here. Um, when Kim Kardashian was seeing, I don't know, that comedian dude a few months ago, we had Kim Kardashian. That's a big deal to have Kim Kardashian. Wow, she's in Staten Island because she, she could be in fucking Brooklyn, which would be, you know, accepted, you know, more expected. Or Manhattan would be number one. Manhattan's more of a mecca. We don't really look at Manhattan as the borough because it's just bigger than the borough. Again, it's the only borough that's named after the state, so you go figure that out. It's the it's named after the fucking state, like literally, you know. Um, the code name for the 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 county name for Brooklyn is Kings. The county name for New York, Staten Island is Richmond. So th- there's just there's just a lot to uh, realize. The the county name of Manhattan used to be called New Amsterdam, and it, it's crazy. So th- you look historically, you're just gonna find more culture in the five, the four, the bros, then Staten Island. And that's why it's forgotten. That's why New Yorkers don't respect it. And that's why New Yorkers feel that it shouldn't even be part of New York. But the only people that care about that 
the point I'm making, the only people that care about that is the fourth boroughs. Nobody gives a fuck outside of that. Wu-Tang Clan clearly didn't give a fuck because they, they did know we coming from Staten Island, so we got to come hard in once again. You know, they drip. Wait, anybody going to say anything about they drip what they're going to say because they older like these niggas been ahead of the game. And Wu-Tang is already a monument in hip-hop. Hip-hop just hit 50 years. Out of the 33 years of, of hip-hop, Wu-Tang Clan is part of that. That's a big deal. So just be careful when you are getting into the conversations with people about borough to borough. Brooklyn is the most popular borough out of the five boroughs. We ain't taking that away. You know what I mean? But you also got to see, like, who's responsible for cleaning Brooklyn up now when everybody got on their pretty boy shit? Get the fuck out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Believe me when I tell you, coming up in the game, my cousins wasn't looking like that. Niggas wasn't rapping that shit. Biggie started cleaning up Brooklyn. You know, then Jay-Z started hanging with Dame Dash, and these niggas started looking, you know, uh, Fab. All these niggas started looking like Harlem niggas. You couldn't tell the difference right now. You know, the, the haircuts, the clothes, the Tims, the nice cars. Like, niggas in Brooklyn wasn't driving all them fly fucking cars. You had to go to Harlem to see all that shit. You wanted to see the latest model cars. There was only three boroughs killing that shit, and that was motherfucking Bronx, Manhattan, and Queens, Period. Niggas was not, Brooklyn just got on their Maybach shit and they Bentley and Rolls Royce shit in the 90s. You know what I mean? These niggas was doing this shit in their 70s and 80s. If you look historically, Harlem been that way. It been like that in the 1940s. Look look at all the gangsters and drug dealers from the 1960s and 70s. Bumpy Johnson, all them niggas. They, they been on that shit. Look at them Italian gangsters rolling up in fucking suits with 1940 damn Model T4s with guns. Like, the shit, the shit. This shit, it goes back. So it is what it is. So um, my suggestion for Staten Island is, is I don't think they should shoot the respect for four barrels. Fuck them. I think you should go for global the way Wu-Tang Clan. See, Wu-Tang Clan is worldwide. And that's what they aim for from day one. They, they were like, we coming out of Staten Island, but we a group coming out of New York City. And they made noise to the around the whole world. And that's why they're able to go on world tours anywhere in the fucking world. All of them. Even as solo artists, duos, it don't matter. They could all do all them niggas. Is, all of them are still touring. And believe it or not, Wu-Tang Clan on a, on a spectrum in regards to the boroughs, while more white people respect them than blacks. Did you know... We, Wu-Tang Clan is so respected out here, any member can move into a white neighborhood in Staten Island and they'll protect them more than them living in a black neighborhood. Now, you know, there ain't no such thing as no nice black neighborhood out here, unfortunately, but I'm just saying, white people support Wu-Tang Clan in Staten Island more than blacks. So that's another thing that fucks us up. So when they're looking at drip, what are they paying attention to? Respectfully, they're looking at Shaheem. I mean, come on. That, that's a horrible representation. I could see why they would say that. If they go to Shaheem's page and they see just Shaheem's drip, because Shaheem was unofficial a member of Wu-Tang, but Shaheem was the golden child. But see, y'all look at him as a rapper, but this nigga just went through a bad situation. He was on drugs. He went to jail. And he's an actor. Real New Yorkers, real Staten Island is known Shaheem is an actor first. Not he wasn't acting first. It's, they're going to look at the fact that he's an actor because they know outside of music he did so much of shit. He was on the show The Parenthood. He was in the show In Too Deep, the movie. He was in a lot of shit. He, he was in a lot of stuff. He was a talented kid. So now he grow out this cornrows, which clearly he doesn't have his image anymore because he lost a lot of his hair. And he has this big beard and you know, he's not, his drip is nothing like the five boroughs. It's not even nothing like the woo. So people would use one example of that. Because where are they getting this? That animals don't got no drip. Well, CJ, the rapper that was here, he turned out to be a fake blood. So they're not going to go by that. There ain't too many niggas going to press CJ because CJ was a big, tall ass nigga. But niggas know that nobody want to get beat up for the nigga. But there's no good representation 
in the borough as an image outside of Wu-Tang Clan. It's just not. It's just not. You know what I'm saying? It's just not. And, and that's the sad part because every Wu member got their special thing, even, even if they low-key. But, you know, every, you know, you got images, you got swag. I would say Drip Wiles would be Raekwon. He's been consistent with that shit for fucking nearly 35 years, <clears throat> way before he got on. Ghostface got his drip situation going on. You know, he's ghost. Ghost is ghost. You know, he was always extra and outlandish. But once again, I would definitely say if there was anybody. But we can't use Raekwon as a good representation of drip. Now we want to go image. We got Method Man. You know what I'm saying? So we, we can't use these members because it would be unfair because how is the borough representing how they evolved? <clears throat> and I was trying to make a point with something earlier, but it slipped my mind. But. I hope I was able to give you the better, the best way of this. Um, so what Staten Islanders need to do, the same thing with a lot of people that's not on the map. To get on the map, you need the, you need more work. You need to put more stamps on that passport, so to speak. So we need more stamps on that map. And we need more groups. We need more images coming out of the borough so people can have a better image. Because from the time when I remember, there was a lot of niggas that had a lot of drip. Oh, it wasn't dripped in, but it was a lot of style back then. These niggas just wasn't rappers, though. You know, mainly drug dealers, mainly mainly niggas in school that would just fly. There's a lot of niggas out here, but again, you won't know the difference because you're not going to call that Staten Island if you see it. You're just going to, you won't even think that they were from out here because you're just going to look at the situation as, oh, he's probably a New Yorker, like everybody else outside of New York would say. But what does the Staten Islander look like? That don't mean what does a Brooklyn nigga look like. You know, I could tell you what a Harlem nigga look like. I could tell you what a nigga from the Bronx look like up until 2020. Because now all them niggas up there look like drill rappers. And that we, that's not that's not New York at all. That's not New York at all. The drill is not New York at all. That's why a lot of niggas from the West Coast don't respect us. Because they know we jacking everybody. Atlanta. Yeah, we jack everybody. So... The niggas you seeing now, these these niggas in this game, that's not the Bronx I'm talking about. If you want to give me a representation of the Bronx of, I can't even give you a rapper. I would say a boogie, a boogie would be a good example, cause he he's more like a Bronx nigga, like without the dirty dreads and rhyming out their mother's room and shitting on their grandmother's couch and making videos in front of the building with a gun. That's not the Bronx, but that is the Bronx. You know what that means? So basically, it's not the Bronx image at all because they didn't look like that. Niggas was a little more polished, um, you know, more recent years. But it is the Bronx where it's going on in now. So the Bronx right now probably giving the Brooklyn a run for its money because these niggas is different. More execution murders happen out there than Brooklyn. Brooklyn's dirty. Don't get it fucked up. Brooklyn always been the grimiest, but the Bronx lately has been different. Different. I used to work a lot in the Bronx. I haven't been in the last couple of years. I kind of miss it. Because in a strange way, every borough is my favorite borough. I love Queens. I, I have a weird, strange love for the Bronx. Brooklyn is my shit. I mean, everything. I love Staten Island. But Staten Island, I'm just more in love with the 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 landscape i love the landscape out here and i love the landscape in the white areas one of my favorite parts of staten island other than the north shore because i love the whole north shore is the south shore i love huguenot <laughs> i love it over there you know what i'm saying but again like that culture over there is loaded with a whole bunch of motherfucking feds and cops and firemen and there's a lot of motherfucking fbi agents out here on top of the fact there's a lot of people in the record industry that live out here low key um but uh, Staten Island is not respected by New Yorkers because they feel that we are not part of the Big Apple geographically. Because you know, I don't. We're, we're even though we're two miles from Brooklyn, every other borough is close to each other. Like even though we have to cross a river and go through a tunnel, the, we, the two and a half miles away is considered long. When you could go to the Bronx and walk across the bridge, you. You could walk into Queens and to from Brooklyn practically, depending what part you are. You could walk in there without a bridge. So there's a lot of like pushback from us with that. And um, you know, at the end of the day, I guess they want us to do more killings, more murders, and 
we need a whole shitload of more rappers. Now, there are some entertainers that's out from out here that have a lot of ties out here. If you want to look at any level what Staten Island is known for, just watch The Sopranos. The only difference was they filmed it in, quote-unquote, it was based on filming in Jersey, but that was Staten Island in the 80s. So the gangster shit out here wasn't necessarily in the black neighborhoods. It was the Italians putting in work. These niggas is nothing to fucking with. But now the Russians took over, so, you know, the mob is a dying breed, but they still run Staten Island, so don't get fucked up out here. You know, and don't and don't come out here and, and going through the wars with the whole internet with yo Staten Island niggas is this that and the third because then you don't want to turn that shit into a war because when a nigga know he got something to prove to you he will prove it. Be careful with that because the only difference with a Staten Island nigga once you got a beef with a nigga out here you can forget it. He'll come to Brooklyn to kill you because we know that y'all look at us like that. You know what I mean? You don't you don't want to push the pen like that. So, um. I hope I, I hope I gave you guys a good little layout of it. You know, I mean, Staten Island is not respected by New Yorkers, not not the world. Staten Island is not respected by New Yorkers, which I'm saying the four boroughs, and New York City is not respected by the rest of the United States. A lot of niggas in hip hop culture do not like us for this reason because the cockiness. You know what I mean? A lot of us go on and we live by a borough. We didn't put none of the work in. We don't have no additives. We didn't put no contribution, but yet we want to use it. Like, yeah, I'm from here. Yeah, because I was raised here. Because everybody else put this shit on the map, you know? And to, to, to get on the map, you have to have some, you know, platinum selling entertainers. <laughs> it's just what it is, you know? <clears throat> you know, before Drake, there was, uh, I forgot the other nigga's rapper's name, but nobody paid fucking Canada no mind. But right now, Canada is big. Because of Drake, you know, and that's just what happens. It's like, you know, Virginia. I mean, well, Chris Brown moved out of Virginia, but niggas understand that Chris Brown ain't nothing but a East Coast nigga. He lived in Virginia. He's one state away from North Carolina. I mean, him and J. Cole are neighbors, you know, but who would ever think that? You know, but you're on the map, so Hollywood's been on the map because everybody goes there to get famous, so Hollywood speaks for itself, so. Staten Island, we stand behind Wu-Tang. And if it's going to be a molded drip, again, there's no image in Staten Island. So what other image does a nigga got to follow like everybody else in the world is going to do? They're going to go to the internet and try to be like everybody else. So there's no image out here. When niggas is wearing Tim's, they was wearing Tim's in the five boroughs, niggas is probably tying them up different in Brooklyn versus Harlem. It's just the difference. And, the niggas that, the premier niggas that, that did live in Staten Island that was about that life, th- you know, some of them didn't make it. They they had a, a big contribution into the game. I'll say that. A very big contribution. So, instead of knocking the borough, man, just just be wise. If y'all niggas gonna knock it, why don't y'all just drag Wu-Tang? Good luck with that. Drag them niggas. I'm saying that's family right there. I'm just saying, drag them. Like, if you're going to go there and just drag the borough, like, what what is it known? You know what I'm saying? Like, the end of the day, niggas jack shit from different, you know, you got to remember, a lot of Brooklyn niggas love Atlanta. They love everywhere else, but nobody loves us. See, Brooklyn niggas love the South and the West Coast. Trust me. Okay? Love it. Love it. Dipset, come on, them niggas went straight to LA's dick and was like, oh, we want to be you. You know, what you think What you think that was? Like, you thought it was, they brought, yeah, they brought the gang culture to New York City, but as far as hard gangsters, Brooklyn niggas are a little harder. Brooklyn niggas is a little harder. They just, you know, they, they just got a greedy look to them. A lot of niggas from Brooklyn just got harder faces. A lot of niggas from Brooklyn just got a different heart because a lot of them are Geechees. Like, they were come families from the South and they moved up here. You know, a lot of West Indians that moved from the West Indians that live in Brooklyn. So, you can't get confused and fooled by that shit. At the end of the fucking day, Biggie Smalls got murdered in L.A. They don't give a fuck about him being from Brooklyn. He's a New Yorker. They're going to kill him. Okay? Pop Smoke got murdered in L.A. They ain't give a fuck he was from Brooklyn. They killed him viciously. Okay? They don't give a fuck. They don't like East Coast niggas. And on top of the fact, Brooklyn ain't do shit. Nobody did a fucking thing about Biggie. Nobody did shit about Pop Smoke. Nobody did shit. So, you know what I'm saying? 
That's the difference. You kill a nigga from L.A. out in New York, trust me when I tell you, you may see something happen. But when you body one of them New Yorkers in L.A., we ain't doing a goddamn thing. So don't let all that shit fool you. We have issues with in ourselves. We don't have issues with you. New Yorkers have problems with each other. Okay? All the stupid videos. Who Who's the sluttiest woman in the five boroughs, the Bronx? Who's the corniest nigga in Staten Island? Who's who smokes most drugs? Who does most dope? Who can, which by which, which borough's the best borough? The best borough to get robbed in? It's just it's stupid shit. Like these interviews start creating the problem, and now everybody's gonna start jumping on the bandwagon. And at the end of the day, it's all because we did not have we don't have a lot of culture. That's all. It got nothing to do with nothing. That's why I, nobody ever gave war a fucking hard time. Believe me when I tell you, fuck New York. When Wu-Tang could go to the West Coast, that's the difference. That's the fucking difference. Wu, a lot of New Yorkers can't do that, but Wu-Tang can. They respect it over there. That's That says a lot. A lot of Brooklyn niggas can't do that. A lot of Brooklyn niggas cannot go to L.A. and just chill out there like yeah and what you know what i'm saying they got to check in and do all the shit wu-tang is respected trust me so you know going global has its advantages so but ladies and gentlemen it's been real hope this answer your questions you can put any comments any questions but again staten island is not respected by new york it's not <clears throat> not by the world don't don't fool for that shit it's only a new york thing mainly brooklyn Mainly Brooklyn, mainly motherfucking, mainly everybody outside of Staten Island. All the four boroughs, minus Staten Island, the main boroughs that shit on Staten Island, and there's some Staten Islanders that shit on us too, but the main boroughs that shit on Staten Island is all the four boroughs. But I tell you one thing about them four fucking boroughs, they won't talk no shit about no other fucking state. See, the one thing about New York, you got to also remember this thing. This is one thing. This is the one thing I love about when I say Wu-Tang is global. Because they went, their, mentality, their mentality was, we from Staten Island, nigga. We ain't scared to go any fucking way. Like, <clears throat> we don't even get respect from our own shit. The one thing about all them four fucking boroughs, they won't talk shit about nobody outside of New York. One thing about a New Yorker, he, on a positive level, we love everybody else. On a negative level, niggas is no there. They don't want to be able to not go somewhere. Okay, when they got when they clapped Biggie, we didn't do shit. When Snoop Dogg came out here and talked all that shit in the Source Awards and 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 uh, what's his name, uh, the big nigga, the boss that used to be the boss of Death Row, um, when he came out here and talking all that Suge Knight, I remember we were. That's when New York. I remember Jay Z said he said it seemed like New York been soft ever since. Snoop came through and crushed the buildings. And Snoop did a video and fucking straight up was walking on the buildings in New York. New York, New York, big city of dreams and everything in New York ain't always would have seen. But they didn't disrespect woo. <clears throat> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. New York don't want no problems. Mob Deep and them responded to it, but New York don't want problems. New York don't want problems with Newark, New Jersey. New York don't want problems with motherfucking Houston. They don't want problems with Miami. They don't want problems with Atlanta. They don't want problems with motherfucking damn fucking Boston. They don't want no problems with the Midwest. They definitely don't want no problems with fucking Chicago. They love them. And they definitely, the number one drum roll, the number one section in the United States that not a New Yorker ever wants to have a fucking problem with is Los Angeles, California. So just beware that a New Yorker will drag another borough, especially Staten Island, before they go outside the city because they don't want that smoke. And they, they probably never would go visit them, but they already know that's foreign land. They don't even want to have a problem with a nigga like that because they jock them so much. Because New York now, we ain't the ones creating shit no more. Now we jacking shit because we are fans of y'all, right? So niggas are fans of these different boroughs and cities, and they grab it so much from y'all, they're like, damn, they, they, they just can't. 
they can't disrespect you and know that you're going to say and get on there with a hundred niggas talking about you come down this motherfucker we killing you and they know that y'all got them guns so you gotta remember the guns that we got here is illegal we can't have them but we know y'all niggas out there y'all niggas hold guns out there legally like y'all walking around with fucking damn gum in your pocket we get it and that's the difference so new york is very much respects everybody else but we don't respect each other in our five boroughs our issues is with each other you're always gonna see niggas in new york city dragging each other but they're not gonna drag outside of state ladies and gentlemen this is being real i hope i answered all your shit any comments or questions we'll continue this another time peace